0: It's Wednesday night and it's time for Football Bloody Hell. Well, good evening everybody. Welcome to Football. Bloody hell. And our guests tonight are Mr. Paul Thorpe. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, everyone. And Mr. Rick Hyatt, who's had a terrible weekend because he's had no electricity. All right, Ricky boy. Evening. And no less, Mr. Staunton. Josh Staunton is here. Had a weekend off on Saturday because of the wind. I've told him before, lay off the beans. All right, Josh?
1: Ah, oh, guys, you all
0: right? Yeah, good. We're good. So... What sort of a weekend have we all had football-wise then? Did anybody have a good weekend? Or I suppose we we all did, really, didn't we? Because you had a nice rest, Josh, and United yeah. and, and Rick and I were OK because United won, and Liverpool were OK because they just managed to beat the dross of Norwich. So I suppose, looking at it genuinely... Um, Not a bad weekend, really, but uh, I've sort of got on the top of my list Spurs winning at Manchester City for opening discussions because it seemed quite a surprise result, really. Especially having gone behind and then pulled back, gone behind, pulled back. Sorry, gone in front, pulled back. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Paul?
2: Well, they, there's a few people that actually called that one. They said, because uh, generally what happens is Tottenham are, are really crap against all the lesser sides because they get out work, but they always seem to turn up against the big sides. And um, having lost two, uh, Pep Guardia had called it said it would be an extremely difficult game. And I couldn't believe it when, you know, they all seem to turn up and um, really show that battling qualities that you need to win football games. And um, yeah, they, 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 they were really good um, they were really good for it and I uh, thought they closed down well and you know if um the message is getting through uh then uh it should be interesting for next year but yeah it was uh, certainly a fan I mean for the neutral what a fantastic game of football to watch it looked like the old style you know the old the real old style of football with wet conditions and um you know they really, really, uh, really showed up, and it was like I just think it was a fantastic spectacle for the uh, Premiership. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. And Harry Kane certainly looked uh, on the board, didn't he? Outstanding,
2: outstanding. Just that he needs to keep that that level of performance up. We I mean, you know that that doesn't generally happen. That's why, the, uh, for me, the big clubs haven't really come in for him because uh, I th- I've always said, you know, this. That I think there's flaws in his game, right? And uh, one of them is he
1: generally doesn't turn
0: up in the big games but he certainly did in that one mm. Mm. Josh what do you think as a professional
1: to be honest AD, I'm, I had a weekend away from football mate I'll be honest yeah? <laughs> first time all <laughs> season I didn't have any football in my life well
0: exactly. you better get genned up pretty quickly then boy because we we're right yeah. in the middle of it now <laughs>
1: but, uh, <laughs> but the boys said it Kane was really good that Harry Kane had a really good game so I, I trust their opinion and um, apparently it's like Harry Kane of old isn't it the way he's passing and
0: yeah, well certainly Kane and yeah. um, Son certainly do seem to have a sort of an uncanny understanding don't they? You know, yeah. Son knows when to go, Kane knows how to pick him out every time almost.
2: It's it's like that jigsaw puzzle where you've got like, you know, you need those two bits to finish it off like and uh, when they're on song like they really sorry the pun, but you know when they're uh, they really do uh, gel well together. But it was their, it was there, you know, it was their work rate. You know, Josh will tell you, when, when, when teams in the Old Town are playing well, their work rate is is the uh, the thing that really shines out. And, um, you know, they're closing down, they're pressing higher. Um, they're, they're working teams inward, I find, and uh, closing the space of a midfield. And um, that's exactly what they did. And they did a really good job. And, um, you know, but their, their work rate was just outstanding. And um, it'll be interesting to, to have seen the stats, to see... You know how much more run they've done in that game compared to the other games that they've been losing. Mm. Yeah.
0: Any comments, Rick?
2: Uh,
3: if you were a, a Spurs supporter, wouldn't you feel a little bit cheated by that? If that's what they're they're capable of, and they're not turning out performances like that against everybody else in the Premier League, and then when you get a big prestige fixture, all of a sudden they can turn it on and show what they can do. It's got to be a little bit, a little bit
2: frustrating. Shall well, well, I, I tell you the difference? The difference is I, I was very worried in the uh, Liverpool Norwich games. I thought Norwich were outstanding, you know, but I knew that they were tired and I, I thought First, they, goal, they, wins. Yeah, uh, first, first goal wins. wins. Yeah. First goal wins. Do you know what I mean? But they were outstanding, Norwich, and they absolutely a credit to that football club. They really worked so, so hard, you know, but, um, where I think in previous games Tottenham would have lost that game or drawn that yeah. game, Liverpool showed the ability and kept doing the right things. And they made some, you know, a couple of changes and, um, you know, brought on somebody that that, that uh has the ability to sort of change games a little bit And, um, you know, he's been outstanding and professional for that football club for the limitation that he's actually played, you know, and, um. And they were able to turn it round. I don't think that is is. You're right with what you're saying. That's what's missing from the Tottenham squad is that grit and determination. But when you're not as good as you should be, and not banging loads of goals in, and you know that you can grind out results, where in the history box, it looks quite good, doesn't it? But doesn't really tell the whole story because Norwich really played extremely well. Have you hijacked this and gone on to Liverpool? talking about the
3: Spurs and he started banging on about Liverpool just one last thing about the Spurs game Uh, man of the match for me undoubtedly was whoever it was that glued Antonio Conte's wig on because he lost it (laughs) when they scored he really lost it and you know with a gust of wind and it's a windy weekend somebody's done a really good job securing that to
2: to his bonnet
0: There
3: you
2: go. That's my man of the match from that one. And all all I'm going to say, Josh, for 35 grand, you and me can also have a conti wig. (laughs) (laughs)
3: If
2: I were you two two by wig, I will
3: pledge now, I will will happily glue it on for you.
1: Hey, Thorpe, everyone was jealous of our hair this weekend, mate. No effort. Uh, We were the only ones safe.
3: Yeah, practical hair. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hair resistance. No hair resistance. Absolutely. Definitely. (laughs) But having a little beard there just to keep the King of it beard, warm yeah
0: exactly keep having, having, having raised the point
2: on here on Three
3: Valleys Radio
0: having raised the point about commitment and you know people being disappointed with Spurs because that's the only time they put turn it on is when they play somebody like Manchester City you could perhaps venture I mean you know has Manchester City's crown slipped just a tad uh, are they not quite as good as we perhaps thought they were
2: I I, I, I listen there's always um, the Premiership season is a long 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 season and it's at the height of the global product as far as I'm concerned in energy in excitement and uh, and what it delivers overall I think it's just a magnificent product like, you know, but it, it, it does show up that you know some of the lesser sides can, on their odd occasion, step up to the plate and, and and pull out results. And um, so, you, know, the, you it, said Spurs
3: a lesser <laughs> club then?
2: I, I am. What I'm saying is that at the moment, the way the team, the way the team. To be fair, you know, I don't think any Tottenham fan could disagree with it. They haven't performed on a consistent basis right throughout the season. I'm not sort of saying anything that is detrimental to them. You know, I, I think that they they need, like most teams. To spend a lot on the defensive side of their game, you know, we'd we have no doubt that they can open up teams, and they have some fantastic players. You know, I do believe that's one of the teams that, that or the clubs, one of the clubs that are actually um, uh, need to spend in the right areas. And there's a little bit of player power there, which I, you know, you know, I do not like whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I think that that um, they are being questioned now, and 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 uh, Liverpool. Have, Drawn them back in, just as Manchester United did to, to Newcastle many years ago, and um, it will be a very, very interesting um, final, you know, final few games.
0: Well, it's we'll six points them, like the run. difference, isn't it? And uh, they've got a game at the Etihad.
2: Oh, the Liverpool
0: oh God, have a game Wednesday, um, they, and they've also got uh, another game. So, you know, it's in their hands really. They can, they can, well. Draw level if they're six points behind, and then it yeah. really would start getting hairy.
2: Yeah, you know. I must say, going on going on to a different team, I got to say, what a fantastic job uh, the manager at, Wolf, at, at Wolves have done, and um, they really are playing some magnificent football. And um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they do next year because uh, they're setting the precedent of so really good attacking football, and um, and and like a lot
0: of teams don't have, a very, very good defensive display. Hmm. Well, they've certainly been, uh, uh, shall we say, Rick's Achilles heel because he went all the way to Manchester to watch them and (laughs) didn't enjoy it very much. Yeah, thanks for for that. Just just so I'd remind you, you know. But um, but moving on slightly, um, since Thorpey's been chucking Liverpool in all the time, I'm going to bring United into this now. About time they did, really. Um, is Ralph Ragnick going to be a success or not what's the feeling does it
3: matter, hmm? does it matter?
0: well I think it does yeah I, I mean you know I, I'm not that impressed with him I have to say as a supporter um, we're doing okay but okay is not good enough um, I, I, you know so I'm asking let's see what other people think is he going to be a success or you know I mean when he goes upstairs What's the what's the objective up there when he's upstairs? Is he gonna still? Is he you know? Is he gonna control the manager or what? I mean, what's the plan? I don't quite understand the point of it, really.
1: It's a hard one, really, because you're not just gonna change your team in in a. In a what's he been there two months?
0: Yeah. Uh, November, wouldn't so
1: it? In, they're the same players, aren't they? And, and they'll have the same mistakes, make the same mistakes, and the same habits. I don't know. It's a really hard one, AD, To be honest, mate. Like sometimes you think they've turned a corner then it's like they've gone back two steps and sometimes you think oh they're implementing his style of play and then other times you just look at them and think they look miles off it. Mm. So I agree with Wrigley, does it really matter? Where, what other directions can they go in as a football club?
3: Well, the most like, important thing is that he gets this appointment and gets Eric Ten in at the end of the season and that's the most important thing. That's what he'll be judged on because that's what he's there for at the moment.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm intrigued to say, what well, what's he going to do when he goes upstairs? All right, what's he going to Once the new manager's in, and, and it's not going to be him, I assume, what's he going to do? Because you've got a chief executive, Richard Arnold, who's presumably there doing a chief executive's job. So presumably Ra- Ralph's going to be attached to the football side of the operation rather than the business side. So what's he going to do? He's going to be getting under the manager's feet i would have thought i mean you know you can't have two people doing the same job can you
3: how many how many professionals have united got on the books
0: on the books
3: yeah. i don't know
0: off the top of my head
3: plus hmm? 70 plus he's responsible for all of them It's not just the first team thing oh no the but successful side have a, an imprint the dna all the way through the teams and that's what he'll be doing he'll be judging players that players are appropriate for the system that united are going to use Going forward, also, he'll be weeding out your Anthony Martials and, and whatever this world and sending them on their way. So, uh, there's plenty of work for him to do. Although, he doesn't actually know what Darren Fletcher's job is, he was in the no, press. <laughs> he was doing a good job, he just didn't know what it was.
0: Mm. It's
3: that so who knows.
0: Which, again, reflects terribly badly on United that they've got somebody in, in such a uh, so-called high-powered position and the manager doesn't know what he's doing. And does does uh, Darren Fletcher know what he's doing? I don't know. Just
3: a poorly run club from top to bottom. <coughs> <It's>,
0: <coughs>
3: it needs sorting out, and the first thing you need to sort out with that, you've got a new cheap big in, and you then you'll have Ralph doing his bit. So, hopefully,
2: moving forward, you know,
0: that works. Thorpe, you've been quiet.
2: Um... I, I, I was just going to ask a question, really. Like, have you not seen a different attitude certain, from certain players who have actually upped their game? And um, I actually think that he's doing a very good job. And if these, you know, why would you want to change that? You know, I don't understand why you, you Man United fans are unhappy with, with the way they're, they're, he, he's portraying it. He actually showed a lot of passion, mm. um, you know, on Saturday towards the fans. And I think that that's the type of thing that you need know and I think that he's doing a very good job and um you know when you're starting to get um Pogba and a few of the other ones really really showing a a decent work rate that's definitely not been there and I just think that would you want another change you know why would you want another change and if you know why couldn't he do both those jobs because you know it it, to me old I'll go back because I'm because I'm old you know um I go back to the olden days, like you know, the fact that you know the, the manager was the manager of the whole club, and he actually decided who he wanted to sign, and who he didn't want to sign, and that seems to have changed over the years. And I don't understand why, because you know, how can you how can you give you know what they call a coach all the players when he says, "Well, I don't want that player." Well, you've got him. Well, tough, you know, tough kahunas, and um, I don't get that. So um, I think if I were if I were a Manchester United supporter, in a different life, then. Um,
1: You'd be a lovely
2: bloke. Time, I, I know. I, I, would actually be at the moment personally at seeing, you know, uh, I suppose in a way being an ex-player. I suppose I actually see things now that they weren't doing before, and I think you should be a lot more happier than than what you are.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah.
2: Personally, I think I think he's, he's again. It's a similar
3: situation as to when Oli came in. Oli had to rectify what had gone before. United had gone. Because of the personalities in the changing rooms, have gone off track, and Routes had to try and try and sort that out. But I, I think he's doing. I think he's doing a good job. I think anyone who thinks any different is a bit <coughs> spoiled, a bit uh, losing it really. But then again, the thing will come up is in the next month.
1: United have got a horrible March. Mm. I, think, I think you're right, Rick. I, I think the the people who aren't happier want are just expecting Man United to turn back to if Alex Ferguson, Man United, and it's not. It's gonna. That will take it's not, years. It's Been a long that'll, time it, since if, it was. If, like if that. it ever if it ever happens again, do you know what I mean? So. So
0: You're trying to, to suggest in, I'm deluded, in, Mr. Saunton? No, no,
2: I'm not just <laughs>
1: suggesting that, you wouldn't do that mate. Come <laughs> oh, John, get stuck in. Son. Come on, get stuck in wind. <laughs> no, but, but it just doesn't happen overnight. That takes years to build. Like you look at Man City; they took years to get to where they are yeah. now.
0: Yeah, but like, it comes. I, I think anymore. the whole thing comes back to this, this decision-making process. That at the moment, all right, they've said he's there, but they've they've chucked in this. But he's going to go upstairs in t- uh, at the end of the season. Blah blah blah. And now you've got a situation where the, the players are looking at him and thinking, well, yeah, he's the manager now, but we could have Pochettino or we could have the, uh, what's yeah. his name, Ted Hag coming in. So yeah. does it really matter too much if we don't bust a gut because he's not going to be here? We'll, we'll, oh. different?
3: Most of the times that is true, but in this one it's not because he will still be in the club. He will still have a role and players will still be answerable to him because whoever comes in as manager
1: will be underneath Ralph. So and that's enough about the players isn't it do you yeah. want players like that at your football club because they're playing for Man United not Ralph Regner, Regner where his name is mm. That's what they, they should be walking out there playing for Man United it shouldn't really matter to them who the manager is because
3: no, absolutely right.
1: the manager comes and goes but Man United is who who is well you, you look at Spurs now
3: Conte is working with how many managers different players we've said this on previous pods Ralph at United is working with three or four different Players that have yeah. come in are three or four different managers. Conte's got the same situation. Frankie's got the same situation at Everton. You know, you're dealing with players that you didn't sign. Yeah,
1: you can't no, that's a, that's a problem with such long contracts in the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you're talking under contracts for it's a a policy. Contract four or five years. Yeah.
0: But having said all of that, the one thing you can say about Sunday's game was it was one hell of a game. I mean, oh. put putting aside, absolutely proper you know, football. Yeah, mm. it was putting aside your your own sort of, you know, we wanted. I obviously wanted United to win, but but it really was a, a blood and thunder type of game, wasn't it? There was no no quarter sought or given, really. And in, in
3: fairness, referees get a lot of stick. I I thought Tisdale did a Tierney did a did a good job actually because he let it flow as much as he could. Admittedly, didn't have a lot of chance because no one could stay on their feet, but. As a spectacle, it was it was a good game of football. I thought one of the better ones over
0: the weekend. Do you think they ought to be? Do you think there ought to be something more? Um, what's the word? Uh, definitive about these potential for concussion injuries? Because when Matey Boy went down with blood coming out of his head, sort of thing, and then carried on, you know, I mean, he, he could have done himself a nasty, really, and and you know, it, it's all vague. It's, it's, it seems too vague. Surely, you know, it should be down
3: to the Clubs at all? That's one of those. That should be an independent thing, and they should yeah. decide. Because there was talk that that Leeds didn't use a concussion one because that would have meant during the course of the game United could have used four substitutes instead of three. And if you're making that sort of decision based tactically, and it's the health of a player that's going to suffer from it, you can't do it that way. What you've got is that to how it works?
1: It? Is it? If they made yeah, one, that, you can make, they one. Can make one.
3: If they'd have used it, they could have as a concussion one. They still would have had one substitution left to use, but that would have meant they used four in the game. So
2: oh, you
3: okay, might yeah. title to have four. yeah that's
2: okay all right. No, no, no. Just a question for you then. Do you think Scott McTominay was very very lucky to stay on the park? Yes. Yeah. I thought he was very lucky. Man. He was
0: like a headless chicken half the time. I
2: I thought he was he was he he'd lost the plot a little bit, and I thought that challenge that was really bad. I I can't believe he didn't get at least a yellow, which would have meant. Later on the game, he'd have been off because he then had another little nibble later on after he did get booked, which I thought was another booking. Well, he had so one straight out The booking,
3: didn't he? he, he yeah, I mean, he went there and he, he ran away. And then um, Rafinha got, came in and got booked because he yeah. was moaning that, that Scott McTominay hadn't been sent off. He came in, moaned about that, and got a booking himself.
2: Yeah, and I thought that uh, yeah, he was very lucky, and that would have completely changed the game as well. I mean. So um, yeah, very lucky man very lucky man Mm. ill ill, 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 ill disciplined for me I thought his performance was probably the worst out of the team to be fair but but looking at
0: the game generally apparently there was over 900 police there which just goes to show the the amount of hatred that exists between those two teams I don't quite understand why there's such hatred between the two of them but it certainly exists if they had to have 900 cops there to keep them under control
2: so Amanda, have you seen? Do you remember the old days? Yeah, I do. Games,
0: yeah. Um, Billy Bremner, um, cool. oh,
2: yeah, you
0: know, he they, didn't take any prisoners, like
2: did he? Old, <laughs> Josh, you want to have a look at some tackles? You go back and look at some of the old meets. these banking money games. Oh, they are definitely x rated, you know, and um, no, no concern where the ball was, just, just take the player out, and he's just like, who was some of them weren't even booked.
3: Who was it? Some. Um, player complained that his manager he felt was anti-football Leeds in
0: the early 70s as a club were anti-football what <laughs> they did they talk about bending the rules they were just absolutely <laughs> blimey all right.
3: well
0: yeah. that's Don Revy for you isn't it yep you know and <laughs> that always puts me in the mind of that um, that doc- not documentary that play that they did about Leeds you know on, uh, when when um, Oh, what's the bloke's name who was who, who played Tony Blair once as well? Um, he played Don Revy.
3: The
0: Damned United. Yeah, yeah. I you know. I, 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 I always remember that. You know when he when he came in and and you know, so you, you well, know, you were rubbish, and you can throw away all your. your they don't count for anything. Now. <laughs> no, it's good.
3: You throw all your medals in the bin yeah. if you won them all by cheating.
0: That's right. That was the words. That's the yeah. way to
3: get on with your players on your first day in the job.
0: Now, yeah. yeah, certainly worked for him. Only forty-four days there, me. But. but
3: then Don Ripley did set a trend because he was the first uh, individual to sell English football down the road in order to gain oil
0: money yeah so he sat in that yeah but, but looking at leeds because we are at the moment um what about bielsa because uh, you know i mean everybody goes on about him as though he's the messiah but you could hardly say he's being that successful as leeds is he or am i just I, being I unfair
2: I, I, no i I do think that they've um, they've got a huge you know, a huge squad and I think they've been ravaged this year by by uh, injuries and um, so I think they've been extremely lucky they still haven't got two of their main key players back um you know uh, I, I so I don't I don't yeah, I do fear that he will leave and I don't think he should leave I think he should stay there and um, uh, you know the, the, the owner back him a little bit more in the transfer market
0: they were saying about that on the TV yesterday that they haven't got an awful lot of money that you know is perceived that they have, but they probably haven't got that much.
2: No, no, and and they're not like you just see by by the wages. If you have a, actually have a look at the wages that you can online of all the clubs, leads are actually quite low in in uh, in realms of what Premiership clubs play out, and um, and they do need again another team that needs to spend a lot on the back. Uh, Luke is taking a little bit of a hammering. Um, on on Talk Sport this morning, you know I don't think I thought it was a little bit harsh, but just generally I think that the defenders tried to do quite an attacking style play, but they should really just decide, you know, just sitting there and just do their defending.
0: Well, to be fair to Luke Hayden, I mean I think he's done tremendously well. He's come from Yeovil and he's ended up, you know, captain of Leeds United in however yeah. many years it is. I don't know how many years since he was with Yeovil now, but. Um... You know, I think I think he's done all right. He set a good example. He plays, you know, he doesn't he doesn't. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't slouch around. He gets on with it. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, what do you think? I'll, be at first. Hmm? I'll shut it. Um, but what do you think they Rick?
3: about Leeds?
1: Hmm. You said um, that going down, didn't you, at the beginning of the season? I did. I
3: did. You
1: called it. I remember. <laughs> There you go. Good man, Mr.
3: Staunton. You know, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the longest, actually, that Bielsa's stayed at any one job during his managerial career. So whether or not he intends to extend it, I don't know. I'd be surprised if he did. But then again, there's talk about it. But he has one of those rolling contracts that goes on, you know, it's renewed annually. So the fact that he's in the last year of his contract doesn't make any difference one way or another, because he wouldn't look at it to renew it until the end of the season, anyway.
0: Well, who else has he oh, been a manager for?
3: At Leeds. No, I mean
0: back. apart from Leeds, who else has he managed?
3: Is uh, it Athletic Bilbao? There were some. He's, he's had some jobs in Spain, obviously, and uh,
2: Argentina.
0: Yeah, but just you, get it
2: up now. Sorry. Um, uh, the fourth of now finding okay. he's been um new new old boys at Atlas, um, America, Venezuela Fields, Espanol, Argentina, Chile, Atletico Bilbao, Marseille, Lazio, Lille, and Leeds United.
0: Mm, he's had a few, hasn't he, in his time? He's been,
2: you know, quite in the Argentine, and that's where he actually um won the championships with um new old boys
0: uh, Istuto and somebody else as well I think yeah. well <clears throat> moving on as they say um, Josh you, you've had the weekend off but uh, yeah. perhaps it's given you a little bit of time you know not just you but I mean the whole team to kind of you know look at the so situation generally and uh, you know where do you think you are and where do you think you're going to be
1: um, well, we are where we are, aren't we? Because of probably our own downfalls at times, struggling to score goals. But uh, I think we're just we've just been missing certain things going forward in our in our performances to to really compete at the top end of the table. To be honest, because we look at how many we, we conceded, the same amount of stop pull, I think like that. And there's no reason why had we scored more goals in games, obviously. That's football. We <laughs> wouldn't be. Just for
3: one more, Josh. You only need one more every week.
1: That's was stupidest But um, look, lady I think I'd be naive to sit here and say we um, we should be flying because we've definitely had some real poor performances this year. But uh, I think we've just been missing certain pieces. I think there hasn't been very many times where we've all the all the pieces slide together nicely. We've kind of either been missing, looking at good attacking, missing defensively, but hopefully if we can last, what is it, last 18 games left, we can try and string a run together. Someone always always makes a late run, so fingers crossed it can be us. Really, I think that's the. It, the to be fair, of the team. to be fair, Josh, I mean, you've always been
2: missing sort of like three players, haven't you? You know, whatever yeah, game, it's yeah, yeah. generally been missing around about three players, three yeah. key players. Then then you lose a very very good. Loan and then you lose your main, possibly arguably your main. I'll call your main striker. in quitters. Yeah, you know, and and that, that's that's hard to take when you've got such a small squad. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and no matter what you say, you can't replace quality, and and you lost some quality there, like you know, and that means that people like yourself, you know, need to step up to the plate, and you know, and it's it's hard to do that. You know, I, I personally would have kept you at the back. We seem to have a really good centre-half there now. Um yeah. You know, who's dropped in there, and which allows you to be back in midfield. But then all of a sudden, to be fair to him, Matty Worthington doesn't give us quite a good percentage of uh, uh, of a turnout alongside Gorman, where they were playing really, really well in, the, in mid-term of the season. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, just lost a little bit of form, those two. And, uh, and um, it's just been hard to sort of like fit players into certain positions where you get any continuity if you see what i mean yeah yeah and
1: and, uh, i think the, the thing is like you say like players like worthy worthy i've never seen a player run like worthy so when you're mm. when like I, I think in an ideal world i think McGaff would probably agree if you were uh, could have a player like worthy and drop him in and out a bit more cuz he does enough running for two players so kind of like three in one out three in one out whereas with the small squad, we haven't had the luxury of being able to do that. I mean, it's been an onslaught. <clears throat> I mean, since for the last few few months, I've been playing with like sore, sore hips, like sports hernias in my hips, and I know there's other boys playing through little things, and it's just things like that. And and if you were, if we had a bigger squad, you'd probably have a lot more players rolling out on 100 percent every week rather than nineties, yeah. and and then little percentages add up throughout the season. And it's just a big physical ask for for, for, a, for a small squad. But I think the boys have worked really hard, to be fair. There's been a very admirable collective effort from the boys because there hasn't been a huge amount of reinforcements. As you say, we've lost massive players at big times of the season. And, yeah, damn um, yeah, Yeah, and I, think, I think we'd be silly to sit here and say we, we, we replaced them with ease because we, we didn't. And um, I agree with you. It's been kind of like, what we haven't in the middle of the season a lot of players were bang on form whereas now it's, we're finding it a little bit harder to go out there and, and replicate that sort of form
0: are you, I presume so you're, you get... you're happier in midfield than defence are you Josh?
1: Um, to be honest I don't really uh, I don't really mind either really uh, sometimes defence is nice it's a lot easier than playing midfield yeah like, it feels don't a lot tell easier the
3: end of that Josh for reference. you're <laughs> never at the end of it
1: <laughs> no, physically it's a lot less demanding, should I say? Easiest yeah, you know, job
3: in the world being a defender.
1: <laughs> no, it's definitely not the easiest because your mistakes matter more. You uh, mistake, you can't make mistakes. So to it's it's catch twenty two. Hey, it's easy being a defender if the
2: people in front of you are actually doing a decent job. Then hey, it's easy, right? if you're, yeah. they're, they're not, then you're bloody overworked. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
1: you are. Yeah, but um, no, the thing, the thing is, it's probably you probably your habits keep changing. That's probably the hardest thing. I would say because you get yourself no one behind you and take the ball oh. with ease with no one behind, then you go into midfield the and there's people behind you. But it's something I've done for yeah. such a long time now, flitted between the both, it doesn't really keep you fresh. That much. It does, it keeps you, keeps you excited, keeps, makes football different every week.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so because just looking at the table, when you consider what the, the, the disjointment of, of what the season's been like, you know, for, for what we've just spoken about, and we're in 13th position. You know, the likes of Torquay, I thought, would have been right up there this season. They're, they're only in 11th. Dagenham, who are always fairly strong side. Notts County, I thought, were absolutely going to blitz it this year in 8th. Yep. You know, um, there's been in, 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 insurgents of money into Wrexham. Sully Old Moores have been really, really solid. You know, but we've got the, the finally at right at the top Stockport, who spent a hell of a lot of money, who didn't play particularly well at Doors, have finally got their act together. Yeah. You know, and Chesterfield have got our quickers, and, and, and they're they're in
1: that, that, that second place. the thing is, there's so much money. There's so there's, there's the, To be honest, the team should the league should be two automatics and one playoff. Because it's, it's not even, like it
3: was when it was the old conference, is it? When they were voting for, to be re-elected into the league. But it's actually a proper fifth division now with decent
1: money. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. I, I'd say that, and I've spoken to a lot of people with, who have a lot of experience in high levels. And they say the top 10 in this league would... Well, you only got to look at the, like, the Suttons and the Tranmere's when they went up. Mm-hmm. They're right back up there. So it's probably Just easier to stay in the football one. league. Yeah, it's so much easier to stay in the football league than it is to get out of this one.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree, totally agree. Especially with and just, as you say, just that one
1: place. Yeah, to play. and obviously the football leagues aren't going to want it because they want to stay there, they want to remain there, st- yeah. they want to keep their status. So it makes it extremely difficult. And and like you say, the teams are throwing everything at it because there's only one place. Yeah. Mm. So everyone's gambling to get that one place, and it makes it a very very competitive league. I mean, mm. the, the 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 gap between second and ninth is probably. Well, it's not very often in this time of the season. There's, every, there's so much to play for for so many different teams. Do
0: you yeah, think Paul Cook's going to make football a football difference night. to Chesterfield? Sorry, mate. Do you think Paul Cook is going to make a difference to Chesterfield as the manager?
1: Um, I don't really know Paul Cook much about Paul Cook myself, to be honest. Well, they were very rec- GM, weren't they?
2: His record in lower low, lower level football and um, you know and, and, and League Two is, is, you know is. It has been extremely good, isn't it? So mm-hmm. he should be able to there, but you don't—you never know in football, dear. You? you know, he could not have the right players for his style. Or he might not be happy with the squad. They might have the odd player on a longer contract which he doesn't want. You don't know how it's going to go. It's very, very. That's why we love football. And we can talk about it all day because you know it's uh, it, it all depends on how they get. If he hits the running as a manager, if he gets yeah. the confidence of the player in, in, in the way that they want to, he wants them to play. You know, as we've seen at a higher level as well, if the players don't like it, then, then the manager doesn't stay there very long. As, 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 as spiritual Santos found that out, you know, mm-hmm. and um, he tried to change things. You know, we found that uh, at Manchester United a long time ago. You know, yeah. when you come in and try and change the backroom staff, and it, you know, you should have done it maybe more subtly, and that doesn't work, and the players get, you know, get wind of it, and it all goes tits up. So, it, who will, who will know what, what I will, will say is that he's um, he's there in second place and um, he's got a, a vast amount of knowledge and experience at this level? Well, it's
3: not an exact science, is it? Because you're dealing with people and not algorithms. So it's down to chemistry as well, how the manager gets on with different players. Like, for example, in, in my current save on football manager, I've, I've just uh, fined Josh Thornton two weeks later. I've yet to decide <laughs> why. I've just... <laughs> <laughs> just because i can probably well deserved
0: yes. well as so long as we can all spend it between us um um var i i can't remember but i did see two or three what i thought were pretty there was a there was one where it hit somebody's elbow i can't remember which game it was i think it might have been the everton game can any, any ring any bells with anybody
2: yeah he slid in and then uh it came up and hit his elbow.
0: Is that the one, yeah, I'm I'm suspected so. And I thought, I thought that was quite clearly a penalty. Um, clearly VAR didn't.
2: Oh no, it was the one they actually gave. Was the one I'm on about. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's the same old thing, isn't it? Listen, it's only as good as the people who are using it. Um, it's still human error. Um, it still needs developing. Um, I would very much like to see, uh, although the players would have to be very. You know, good on the pitch as regards to their language I'd like to see you where know, you can actually hear the referee saying look I saw this could you please uh, just check to see what, what, what it is and that like Rick said like, a few weeks ago you may not agree with the situation but at least you would understand the way his thought process would be going um, and I think that that would bring the system up to the next
1: level but um, it would okay, like pl- be the refs who to mind their language mate not the players Really? Yeah. Do yeah. you
3: get it? It would be really interesting to be, um, be able to find out how Mike Dean's brain works,
1: because
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> he sees things that I swear no one else has seen on
1: the. Honestly, picture. I think you, I think you'd see I think you'd hear more expletive from the refs than you would the players. You know, really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another two <laughs> weeks.
0: <laughs> can, yeah, Josh, Josh nice to have, mate. can you can you say when you you go out? You know, you come down the tunnel. you get out, do the warm up. Right, referee blows the whistle off. You go at that point have you learned enough from the referee's attitude in those 2 or 3 minutes before the game actually starts to know what sort of a ref you've got on your hands i mean you know do some of them come on and oh, be all yeah. pally and 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 um, you know matey, and in others absolute like a sergeant major yeah. how does it work
1: yeah to, to be honest right you, you you get to know them on the circuit and you know the one <laughs> yeah. you think, yeah. Oh god, not this one again and some of them like try and be your mate but they you know they're just but I've always been good with refs. Very rarely do I but I'll try but they get extremely rude extremely quickly if you if you try and speak to them they, they, they the thing is the refs all say the same thing. It's like um they it's like they have a handbook of what to say. So you, they'll pull you out especially when you're captain so they'll pull you out and give you a little thing, "I'll speak to you because you're, you know your players better than I do, blah blah." And they'll do it and they just completely disregard you when they're out there. They do their own thing and They're just power hungry, aren't they? A lot of them. So you just got to let them. But I think players will never have a problem. If players will never have a problem, if you just said, I got it wrong. And the best wrestlers that we've had have have just said, Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, mate. Sorry. And you just go, Fair enough. I've made loads of mistakes today. It doesn't really matter. It's when they just start ignoring you for one when you're trying to talk to them normally, not shout. I understand they, they ignore you when you're shouting at them. But you're just trying to talk to them normally and they're ignoring you. Or they just never, ever accept that they're wrong.
0: Oh, on the on the odd yeah. occasions when you're captain well more on the odd occasions but on the odd occasions when you're captain you go in and see the ref don't you before the actual game starts yeah, yeah. what what yeah. gets said in there then does he sort of come on all heavy or yeah. not
1: No, they just they literally, that's all they say they say uh, you know your players better than I do so if I need to pull you in I'll pull you in try and keep it so you speak to your players instead of me blah 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 but it's all just it's all just bullshit ball, it? it's just just ticks a box yeah I don't know if you can say that on radio but <laughs> I just did <laughs> I, I, uh, it's, your show, it's your show I've already been fine two weeks wages yeah this they is always true I used
2: to always go and ask the, the referee if they were approachable and, and they always used to say yeah I'm very approachable and um, you know when you got out there they were so far not approachable it's ridiculous yeah. so um, yeah they, they are um, yeah yeah Interesting characters when they've got that. Very interesting uniform. breed, aren't they? Well, yeah. Well, a lot of them, <laughs> I think, if they were at home, they'd be yes men, because like, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's out one there. Least, isn't it?
0: Have you had a female referee uh, since you've been playing? Yes. Um, yeah. And?
2: I thought she was very good, actually. Yeah. The two occasions that I, that we've had uh, uh, managed I had my foot broken, uh, met a metatarsal broken in one of them for a studs, and. Uh, you know, afterwards, when she found out that my foot was actually broken, she came and apologised because she said I didn't really see it that bad. and uh, But yeah, I thought that she was actually quite good. What about you, Josh? In an
1: FA Cup game. Yeah, I think we've had a couple of a couple of female refs, and especially Liza... Look, I think, to be honest, mate, everyone just... If you're a good ref, you're a good ref. I don't really think anyone yeah. really cares. And like, um, in, all, in all honesty, the least interaction you have with a ref, the better their games add. Yeah. So... You, if you don't talk to a ref, usually they haven't done much wrong. Because Well, that's the thing. They
3: say that you know if you a know ref's had a good game because
1: you don't notice it because the game. And I think there was a girl ref in this league, wasn't there? And then she went up to yeah. football league. I think she does lines winning in the football league. She was a very good ref. She spoke mm-hmm. to <laughs> players properly. And, and because of that, players spoke to her properly.
0: Ponytail. It's, it's, like
1: it's only like a two-ego thing. Do you know what I mean? It's only because footballers got yeah. an ego and refs have got an ego. So they're just clashing all the time. If someone just went. Yeah, I made a mistake. But like I would say to ref, yeah, probably got that one right. Just trying to butter up their ego. Do you know what I mean? Because that's all they want to hear.
0: Okay, Ref, so you listen to this? I don't <laughs> why,
3: why? do people stay and argue and argue and argue with referees? I haven't seen one change his mind yet. What, oh, by the way, put back coming in from hundred yards away. You must yeah, have seen yeah.
1: that. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah. Doesn't
0: happen. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, strange. Um, moving on. Romelu Riccardo, seven, seven touches, I should say, in a game. One of which was kicking off. What do we think about that, then?
1: That is madness, m- madness isn't it, really? <laughs> that's <laughs> an absolute disgrace, isn't
0: it? Somebody paid £95 million for him.
1: Is
2: that right? Seven touches during the game? That's
0: that's what they said on whatever, really? you know. I'm only going by what you I've know read.
2: You read see, see, now, if I, I... I... I only saw the highlights, but I mean, that's. I, I would question his work rate there, wouldn't you, Josh? If he's only yeah, getting I... seven touches during the game, surely he's not working hard enough to
1: get in the positions to receive the ball from his other players. Well, I'd drop it. I, spe- I was speaking to my brother about it because I couldn't quite believe it. And, I mean, you all have them games where you're quiet. Do you know what I mean? I've had fake games where I thought, Jesus Christ, I might as well have not been out there. But. Seven touches is just laughable, isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> There's not even a touch every 10 minutes. Yeah,
0: but wouldn't, wouldn't you, jo- you, if you were a manager, wouldn't you drop him?
1: Well, you'd bring him off, wouldn't you? What? Someone,
0: one one or, or the other, yeah.
2: That. How do you go through there and you're actually there, sat there on a Monday morning, you're going through all your stats, uh, you know, and, and, and looking at the game and you're sitting there and analysing performances? How can you look at your other players in the face, knowing you've only had seven touches in the whole I, game?
1: Surely you well, go well, and you find, find the pit, ball, wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> well, you, you like to think so. I mean, Definitely they were talking about. With the, they, were, they were talking about players like strikers. They should stay up there, out of the way, like, and um, the ones who really want to like uh, get involved in the game sometimes come too deep, which has been the problem. They're saying with Harry Kane uh, and a couple of others. Lukaku is obviously not one of those players. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but what must you walk off the pitch thinking after you touch it seven times? What do you think like, i a good game today? Would you like? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
3: But then yeah. if you touch it once and it's the winning goal in the 92nd minute and you've managed
2: good to hero. report
3: the ball
0: all the way through it, you'd be
2: quite pleased with that. Yeah. <laughs> what about... Um, that- that has got to be the weirdest stat I think I've ever heard in football, that a player has
3: only touched the ball seven times. it has got to be a boring one, isn't it? Whoever, who was watching Lukaku for the entire game and they only saw seven bits of action involving him? Oh,
0: yeah. that will be the Tony Pandas of our world, wouldn't it? P- did Thorpey.
3: Chelsea play
1: well? Hmm? Did Chelsea play well?
0: I didn't see the game, so I can't... Well, not particularly yeah. well, because it took them a long time to yeah. get the goal to win yeah. the game.
1: They struggled a bit. So did they, they did not have a massive deal of the ball?
0: No, well, I, I don't know. I didn't say. I didn't see the game, but I just know the score was nil nil for a long time. And uh, on the bloke on Soccer Saturday was going on about who was it? I think was it Paul Merson? But he was he was pretty non complimentary about Chelsea until they scored. Apparently,
3: the centre forward didn't do much, Josh. <laughs> yeah, <he's> very quiet. <laughs> <good. laughs> <laughs> <Seven
0: touches. laughs> Talking to centre forwards. What about this um Banguang, or whatever his name is? That's the got now yes. who's gone to uh, Barcelona, as we know, um, on a free. I think. I think it was a free. And um, Arsenal, obviously, for whatever reason, didn't rate him. Something must have happened there. I suspect. Um, but his first game for Barcelona, and he scored. I think it's his first game. He scores a hat trick. So isn't,
3: isn't he the first player to
0: score a hat trick in the four major yeah. leagues? Yeah, I saw
1: that. Yeah. Four major so leagues?
0: Coming up. Pardon? So, be more so specific. What do you mean
1: by that? The German league, the Spanish league. The Spanish league in yeah. there, but Italian league.
0: What, nobody scored a hat trick? In all of them. All four in of all them. them. Really? Mm, that's an interesting statistic. I think, so. I think
1: that's, that was the start I read. Hmm.
0: Wow.
2: So just go. Just going back to the uh, Lukaku. So Chelsea forward Romelu Lukaku set a new Premier League record for fewest touches for a player who played 90 minutes football since Opta began recording stats since the 2003 2004. So um, the, the manager uh, says it's not uh, what we want or what Robertu wants, but is also not the time. To laugh about him and make jokes about him. <laughs> so, what do you reckon all the fans are going to do, everyone?
0: Make jokes about what him and laugh think about think him.
2: Quite frankly, it is laughable. It is laughable. I, I don't think if I could have actually stayed out of the way, even playing. I was going to say, know, could you
3: thought, Josh? Could you be actually imagine a situation where you're on the field for ninety minutes, the entire game, and you touch the ball that few times? If you try, I couldn't even imagine
1: it. I couldn't even. But but what are the boys saying? The bo- when the boys in the dressing room see that stat, they must be hammering him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, what? they've got. It'd they've got, they've be
0: rude they, not yeah, to, wouldn't want,
2: it? You'd, you'd want to see the, a few clips of that, wouldn't you? Where they're actually just taking the big out and having seven touches. Do you think uh, with his 70, well, Chelsea are going to bring
3: out a highlights DVD of every touch from that game. would <laughs> be, uh, it. be brilliant. He actually got a shot on target, Mike. Well,
2: that's
0: not bad. Percentage wise, that's quite high. Yeah. <laughs> he did well. Uh. So, so, going back to a banger, Wang, what do we, we think? I mean, you know, he's not a bad player. He never used to be. And why has he suddenly blotted his copybook at Arsenal? To, to the degree that they've chucked him out without even getting a fee for him. When they exactly. paid, they paid 60 odd million, didn't they, for him, I think? Something like that.
3: His attitude—he he undermined Arteta apparently on more
1: occasions. So there's only one boss. Well, yeah. that's, that's that's where he's done so well working under Guardiola, isn't he? Because he has made ruthless yeah. decisions, and Guardiola's yeah. always done that his whole career. And if and you
3: hadn't had that experience and seen the benefit of of making those decisions, you'd probably back away from from doing
1: that. It's a it's a dying art in football, isn't it? No one's bigger than the club, yeah. and it is. And yeah. the managers, manager's got to be the biggest person at the football club. And as soon as the yeah. player thinks, he's, that's how focusing ran the, ran the roost, isn't it? And it's nice to see a manager with old school beliefs, I think.
2: I mm. yeah. oh, totally agree. I mean, show total disrespect for the manager. And once you've done that, there's only one thing to do. He's got to go. The fact that he's got no money for him, uh, he's obviously got the back end of the board on that one. So. It was yeah, and, it, and it? what they
1: what they saved, didn't they? What they, what saved they saved like 28000000 yeah. million, didn't they? Something like that. Yeah.
0: In wages, so, so it's worth it for that. Really. So it's not, yeah, it's yeah. Not like, yeah, interesting, huh? nonetheless. Hang on a minute, so I've got my list. <laughs> oh, yeah, what about points on the board or games in hand? Points
1: on the board, points on the board every yeah. time. Yeah, points, Josh. All the out uncertain- points on the board, mate. Yeah, too much can happen yeah. when there's pressure on when you're chasing. Yeah, too much can happen.
0: Oh, all right, good. United looking in a better, Look, even stronger just position. So then.
1: Unpredict- it, it, you
2: know, Joshua Taylor, football is just so unpredictable. You just don't know what's going to happen. You can go to a game where, you know, like they're bottom of the league and you're top of the league, all of a sudden you get one player sent off, and all of a sudden it's a different game. Yeah. They you know, might get like an early goal, and you think, where the hell did that one come from? Or, uh, or, or, or you know, it's just, it, you just cannot predict um, football. It's just, it's. It's just imperfect. We do, I try it every week with the old um, little gamble, right? You know. And, exactly. Uh, if,
1: it, if, it, if, it, if it was that easy, everyone there wouldn't be bookies, would there? No. No. no I, it's just... I, had, I went
2: to the odds on uh, on the weekend. So how many can I get? You know. And I went for uh, six or seven odds on games. You know, and um, I didn't put a lot. I not a hell of a lot anyway. But I thought that three of those actually didn't even win and you think there's no way those teams should have lost the game yeah, yeah.
0: Playing. welcome but to my world Thorpey.
2: you think they're nailed on
0: don't you well that's yeah, the, you do in the morning they are nailed on mate i'm telling you when you're yeah. sat there in front of your computer working out what you're going to do they are nailed on absolutely
2: yeah, I, I, you know I, I i don't you know tell anybody to, to, to gamble like but, you know it's just a little bit of fun it's you know a couple of quid or whatever but you know <coughs> just absolutely ridiculous how
0: certain teams in their league especially PSG how they didn't win that football game yeah Actually, they should all be fine <laughs> definitely um, interesting to see my old friend um, Sean uh, no not Sean yeah wasn't it Sean Duffy what's his first name Sean it's isn't it, close it? To Sean Duffy. Duffy eh yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Sean isn't it yeah Sean Duffy yeah yeah um, apparently him and uh, the goalkeeper had a bit of a punch-up which continued going down the tunnel and the wall got damaged at, uh, at the ground there. What do we think about really? that? Does that often happen when you have two, te- two you know, two t- players from the same team falling out with each other to the, that degree?
2: I think it happens all the time on the training ground. Uh, I haven't seen it too much on the pitch. Although I have seen it on the pitch but I haven't seen it too much on the pitch. But in training, it
1: happens all the time.
0: Yeah. Josh, you meet, you
1: meet, yeah. and, and, and you still yeah, it happens, doesn't it? It just happens. It just frustrations get too much. It happens. Hmm. As long as you park it well, there, and look, you're all right. That's... Yeah, it's one of the things. It's, it's if you've got that competitive edge in training, if you're training properly, I think it's always inevitable throughout the season at some point because you you train how you're playing, and that competitive edge, spike has to be there. Um, you know um, the
2: manager wouldn't want you to. or the coaches wouldn't want you to go out there and play at half half measures and, and not tackle. You, you've got to put it in. You isn't know? that?
3: It was. We well, are always told. I haven't played since school, so bear with me, chaps. But you're told that if you go, if you go into a tackle half-hearted, you're more likely to get injured than if you injured. went into it yeah.
1: properly. Yeah. Is, is that yeah. Right? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're not tense. Do you know what I mean? You're not tense behind. Yeah. You're not ready for impact. So, if both of you go in heart, full, full-hearted. You can hit, you can hit each other hard, but likelihood is you're not going to do any. You might get a knock, do you know what I mean, like a physical mm-hmm. whack, but you're not going to twist anything. We just so all your muscles are ready for impact. Yeah, but but that, so, that,
2: that that's that's the risk of football, like right? you know. Listen, you know, I, I I hear all the time people moan about how much football is on, you know. But if you get a bad injury, which you can get a bad injury in, in training as well. And I remember Chrisy Moore was a tremendous footballer at Town Football Club, and you know I had him at um, at Froome Town and. You know, and he, he he snapped his cruciate ligament in a in a training game. You know what I mean? And it was that was the end of his career. And um, you know, it's, it's not nice, but it's it's part. But I, I wanted them to be flat out because we were getting close to the season. You know, we weren't playing a particularly high team, so I wanted those guys to put that work in. You know, and and, it, and, and the injury came at a time when he was absolutely flying. He scored three goals and. You know, and, and his work rate on closing down fullbacks backs was fantastic. And then he popped his knee. You know what I mean? It's just a, 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 a real shame just wanting to tackle. And, and those things happen. But you've got to... The demands from the manager and as a coach as well means that, you know, you want a maximum out of the players. So you know you how you can judge these players and how they're going to perform on a Saturday. You go through training sessions and doing half measures... That mentality of turn up on the on the football pitch because they think it's acceptable and it's not.
0: Yeah. Right. Says the manager. There you go. There you go.
2: Adrian, have you seen? Have you seen this?
3: Just this. This, um, this just caught my eye. People are having a, a bad weekend. Have you heard uh, the weekend that McKayla Moore, who plays uh, centre back for New Zealand?
0: Oh, I saw it. Has it been yeah, there. three own goals. Yeah, who'd she okay, pay for? Me, Liverpool, actually.
3: perfect Patrick as well. Left foot, right foot and header. Yeah. All within 36 minutes. Got substituted at half-time. They lost 5-0. And do you know who she pays for?
0: Liverpool. Thank you very much. That's alright. <laughs> we, uh, we rest our case. <laughs> so
3: get her in the first team on Saturday. She's a star.
0: <laughs> I bet you enjoyed that one, Sophie. Oh,
2: fantastic. I, I really appreciate that one. Yeah. There you
0: go. <laughs> Without it that, helped. so a weight at Maidenhead tomorrow, Josh. Um, yeah. What's what's the thinking? I mean, you know, you've been Whoa, training training to today. To Everybody in a good mood?
1: Yeah, everyone's happy, mate. Everyone's everyone's good. It's um, it's never an easy place to go, Maidenhead. They always get decent results, but I think we've just got to start playing brave. We've got nothing to lose, really. We've got to put some runs together, and if we all the time we're playing with a weight on our shoulders, it's it's just going to add to t- add tension and. Hmm. there's no real benefit for that so it'll be the start of a of a run into the end of the season really I think where we've just got to express ourselves and hope we've got to try and score goals yeah. at the end of the day we have to try and score goals and and you don't do that by playing tense do you so it's not a, it's not the easiest place to go and it's not the most glamorous place to go but it'll be a good good start if we can get three points it be a good start to the um, the back end of the season
2: It's it's a tough place to go because it's not very glamorous there is it no it's you know on a wet Tuesday night it's uh, it's where you're going to really find out what type of players you know who want to turn up and really graft um, yeah we all talk about the, the, the wet cold wet Tuesday nights where you've got one tomorrow night yeah, you know, yeah 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 you know, and uh, really gotta, you got to rally
1: those guys up, Josh and uh, really get yeah. them going yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, definitely. That's all we can do, and
0: hopefully get a good performance. Well, give life, yeah. give my pal Nana Tuasi, who plays for Maidenhead, uh, uh, give him my regards, will you? L- little black oh, fullback. Eh? Well, well yours you usually beat plays fullback anyway. Right after
3: you've them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then be nice and to him. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy, though. To be fair, so. A... And what about Olomono? Do you think he's going to make a big difference up front?
1: Yeah, he looks sharp, mate. To be fair, he he, um, he probably will say himself. He should have had a couple again uh, at least. A goal against Eastie really, but um, yeah, he hasn't played for a while. He's a good, he's a really nice lad, and and uh, he looks sharp. He looks strong, powerful, and quick, and and at this level, that is that causes a lot of defenders problems. And I think he'll have a good end to the season. Personally, I've been really impressed with
0: him. Well, I remember when he first came to the club. I can't remember, you know, when it was, but we must have been in the league then, I think. But he looked, he looked very sharp then, and and you know, he yeah, looked yeah. like a good player then. It, it, he sort of—I think he had the first first ten games or so. He played quite well, but then it gradually drifted off. And the next thing we knew, he was gone. So um, you know, he's got a chance now to perhaps redeem his his uh, you know impression he's left with the fans.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think he'll do well, mate. I I'll do. He's, and he's a he's a very good, honest lad. So he fits nice in the group. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, get some goals.
0: And finally, what about yes. Newcastle now? I mean, they've gone, I think it's five games now, without uh, defeat. Um, yeah,
1: they'll stay up now, won't they, I think?
0: The Arab money seems to be making a difference, although Trippier's out now, isn't he? Because he's done his Metatarsal or something, I think. So whether that's going to um, you know, have a, a major ramification on it, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll... Um... They put a few good results together, aren't they? and they obviously recruited well in January. And they did. They recruited players to keep them stay up, not to go and win Clearly. the league, really? didn't they? Yeah. yeah um, no, solid.
3: Absolutely. Brand Premier mm. league players.
1: Yeah. I do And that. And I, expect... and, and, you know, I think that, well, I'll be very surprised they don't stay up, to be honest.
3: Mind mm. you, they signed Chris Wood. Don't you think they're looking at the way Beekhorst is playing at Burnley? I think they might have got the wrong one. They could have left Chris Wood there and actually signed vehicles themselves. He looks a better player than, than Chris Wood does.
2: Yeah, certainly agree with that, man. Just, well. just a very quick question before we finish uh, to Josh. How's um, Charlie Lee settling in as uh, assistant manager?
1: Yeah, he's, uh, it's good to have him back to be honest, mate. He's a good lad and we went out for a coffee yesterday, actually, me and Chaz and a couple of other boys and it's good because the group have just accepted it. It's never, I think, it's ne- he's probably a bit felt a bit uneasy due to the fact that he played with a fair few of us, do you know what I mean? So it's never easy crossing the 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 bridge so to speak. But yeah, the boys have been good, like everyone's taken to him and he's he's just Charlie and he's, he's mad really and uh oh. he's he's adapted to the coaching role well and, and, and everyone's happy to have him the thing with Chaz is he gives a lot he brings a lot of energy around the place which no one really sees. He's a very enthusiastic person and and mm. that energy is contagious, and it kind, of, especially with a younger group, that like, that just pure joy, like he's like just happy to be around. Kind of yeah. every morning he wakes up happy to be alive. So he's,
0: um, Is he is he um, shacking up down here, and or is he com- commuting every day?
1: Uh, I believe he's staying in one of the hotels, Edie. Uh, right, I was to say... housemate last year, but he, no way I'm sharing with the assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fair enough. That one got that one actually next <laughs> yeah. to them, but yeah, no, I think he's, he's, he's staying down somewhere, but um, I think he'll be going home on weekends, like seeing yeah. family and that. But he some fresh I, ideas. Um, yeah, I think he's Chaz is technically a very very good footballer, and and it's always nice to have different ideas, isn't it? Because no one sees the game the same way. So yeah, he does. He it's, it's just seeing. See, the, it's just seeing things through another person's eyes and hearing different person's feedback, and. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be a really big coup for the club, to be honest. It's a good opportunity for Chaz, But I also think it's a good opportunity for us because he's a very unique character in, in a lot of good ways. And the energy he brings to the club is is really hard to replicate, really.
0: Sorry to cut you off, chats, but we've, we're running out of time, or we've almost run out of time now. So uh, first of all, thanks, Josh, for joining us today. Rick, thanks for coming on, and you, Paul. No problem. Um, uh, no problem. Don't forget... Uh, Thank you very much for having me, guys. Full match coverage on Saturday of y- y- Town versus Chesterfield. Or the other way round, Chesterfield versus Town because they're away. Um, thank you for listening. Please join us again next week. Until then, goodbye.